Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio Network. And from Animal Radio Network's North American Studios. <laughs> In Kanab, Utah. Yeah, there we go, folks. It's Animal Radio. Welcome back for another week. Wow, what a week we have in store for you. Uh, it's our season of stars, our second week of season of the stars with the monkeys, Davy Jones. Oh my gosh. Joining us. And uh, boy, he is a yapper. Wait till he yaps to you today. Also, a couple of days ago, the NBC National Dog Show with host David Fry and of course our friend John O'Hurley. Hope you had a beautiful Thanksgiving. Uh, David Fry joining us today on this Thanksgiving weekend show. Also, what's the best car for traveling with your pet? Unless mine includes a wet bar that serves dog beer, I can't think of a better car for my pet. Dog beer? Is there dog such beer. a thing as dog there beer? There is. Oh, you got to get them on the show. <laughs> I can tell you it's not a Ferrari. Does your car even make the list? You'll find out today. Also, Lieutenant Colonel Jay Koppelman. He has a best-selling book from Baghdad. With amor, with love. Amore. And uh, he'll be on with us today. Also, your chance to win a scoop-free litter for your Thanksgiving stories, 1-866-405-8405. What's that number? 1-866-405-8405. Hi, who's this? Uh, Donna. Hi, Donna. How you doing? Good. Where are you calling from? Um, Reading, Pennsylvania. Reading, listening on uh, WEEU, I imagine. Yes. What can we do for you today? Uh, I had just called to get a little bit of feedback, some information. Um, I recently uh, obtained a dog that uh, they were going to destroy, and mm. he is uh, part Shep, part Husky, and part Wolf. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has been through three masters, and uh, we've obtained him because I didn't want him to be destroyed. Mm, good. Um, I do have a collie who's nine years old, and I was just a little worried on how to form a friendship between the two of them. <laughs> slowly. Very slowly. <laughs> okay. Well, if, if you, need, you need someone to help you because what you want to do is keep them both on a leash at the same time. Okay. So it's a, it's like a two-person job. Yeah, because you don't know their reaction, and you want to let them slowly smell each other. And you want to take, first of all, you can take your, your I'll, say, I'll say number one and number two. You can take the number one dog into the house on the lead, bring them back out, and then take the number two dog on the lead into the house and bring them back out. So both dogs know that it's okay for the one to go into the territory. Okay. Sometimes you want to have the same scent because sometimes just the scent of a dog. If you put a little bit of vanilla on their tail, okay. what it does is they each smell it. Or they smell it on themselves, they smell it on the other, and it just kind of makes them a little more familiar. Vanilla? A little bit of vanilla. Like uh, yes. the regular cooking? Vanilla extract, yes. Oh, hard to believe. Oh. Okay. And I don't know if you've heard of uh, Comfort Zone. Oh, yeah, that's some good stuff there. Comfort Zone, it's a plug-in, and it reminds me of one of the Glade plug-ins. And what it does is you plug it into a wall socket, and you can't smell it, but the dogs can, but it mimics the pheromones that a mother dog releases as she's nursing her puppies. Oh. And these dogs smell it, and it actually gives them a calming effect. Uh, it's great for, you know, like Fourth of July uh, fireworks, and, and it's Christmas when there's a lot of people in the house. It really calms a dog, but it's great for introducing a new dog to the household. 
and you may want to start out feeding them in separate places. You don't know how they're going to react if their bowls are side by side, but slowly, you know, feed them in different places, spend time playing with each one. But the first introduction, just make sure that you have one on the lead and someone else has the other one on the lead because you don't know how they're going to react. And we have some good reading material on this, and we'll send some your way as well as some uh, maybe some toys, dog toys for the dogs. I got okay? lots of goodies. Good to you? Good. Yes, I do. <laughs> Thank you so much. No problem, Donna. Hold on one second. Thanks for calling, and thanks for listening to Animal Radio, of course. Oh, always. Hold on one second. Okay. Judy, I'm getting myself a therapy cat. A therapy cat? Yeah, it's. Uh, well, I'll tell you what the deal is. Is uh, we all know that pets are great tools in the fight against what ails you, and uh, especially Reducing your blood pressure. Oh yeah, reduce your stress. Yeah. Uh, if you're sick, uh, kids in hospitals, you know it can be real frightening for them, and to see a therapy animal in the hospital is uh, but key. But a therapy cat. A therapy cat. Okay. That's it is well I think they exist. They do exist. They do. The voice of David Fry. How are you, Cal? Now, now everybody Judy. has Hi. been on Animal Radio. Actually, <laughs> actually, you know what? Uh, I guess you you have been on before with Darlene Arden about I have uh, indeed. There, there you go. And I'd like to be on more, you know, I'll get you my phone number. Well, okay. you're such a busy guy. <laughs> this is the time of year where you start to kick into action. Of course, you have the uh and the Purina dog show that happened. Thanksgiving. Uh, oh, it's unbelievable. I I started my Christmas shopping this weekend totally by accident, but uh, that's when I started thinking about that we are now under 100 days until Westminster. Oh, wow. So, won't be long. No, it won't be. Well, listen, I didn't know your involvement, but uh, you're very involved with therapy dogs. And uh, are there such things as therapy cats? I am proudly involved with therapy dogs, and yes, there are therapy <laughs> cats as well. Um, Delta Society, uh, which is... The na- one of the national organizations, actually international, that certifies and trains and evaluates therapy dogs, therapy animals, about, uh, I would say about 85 to 90 percent of the animals that they certify are dogs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and about 5 to 8 percent of the rest of them are cat, uh, or the 5 to 8 percent are cats. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of them are various, uh, well, I think there's a llama and a couple of miniature horses out there and mm-hmm. a, few, a few rabbits. But uh, but for the large part, they're they're dogs. Dogs are are the best at it because they're a little more demonstrative and and you know they they can react a little better than you know I can't see a therapy cat chasing a ball at somebody throws <laughs> as part of their physical therapy. So well, dogs want to please us too. Cats, you know, they want to please themselves. Cats, you they know, want cats, us to I think them. Cats' cats' attitude is that it's their world and we're just living in it. <laughs> and I just think that what, sometimes. No, what's this? Is it the Kerr study? What is this? I, I just found out about this today. The Kerr Center in uh, Portland, Oregon, is for children who uh, who come with uh, various problems, physical and emotional problems, and uh, they've done a study there in their preschool population of kids three to five years old, uh, using therapy dogs in one group and and uh, not using therapy dogs in another group that of uh, that are that are there for therapy issues. Mm-hmm. And uh, they have found, uh, w- without exception, and this is just a pilot study, but they have found that, that, that kids uh, do better when dogs are involved in the therapeutic process. They're, they help encourage the kids to, take, to participate in the therapy. They help the kids relax in therapy situations, and it just is better all around. They, do, they use uh, dogs with ADHD kids who have attention problems, mm-hmm. and they find that, that when the dog's in the room, the kid spends more time paying attention to the dog than he has ever 
paid attention to anything else before in his life. Uh, kids with oppositional behavior, they won't share, they want to fight all the time. Mm -hmm. With the dog in the room, they learn to share the dog. And, and then kids who have been abused uh, as, as very young children who won't talk about it. Mm -hmm. uh, when the dog's in the room, they start to open up to the dog. The dog helps set a, a tone and a mood for uh, for conversation with the dog really ends up acting as kind of a medium for the the kid to get to the therapist and the therapist to get to the kid. Mm. Does the study show anything about drugs that the children are able to take less medication or yes. getting them off medication altogether? Yes, that that was a lesser part of this study. Although that's those are studies that have been shown a lot of other places, not just with kids but with uh, older kids and adults as well. That that the, the dogs. It's called the therapeutic touch. When you pet a dog or a cat, your blood pressure goes down. It's because you feel good, and and that kind of promotes the release of good hormones into your system, the, the endorphins and the prolactins and things like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, and when that happens, your blood pressure goes down, your heart rate goes down, and you just generally feel better. And spending more and more time around animals as part of your therapeutic process helps you get better faster. There are a lot of uh, therapy programs out there. The one that you're working with is called Angel on a Leash. Is that correct? That's right. Angel on a Leash is the therapy dog program that the Westminster Kennel Club created and sponsors at uh, the Morgan Stanley Children's Hospital of New York Presbyterian. Uh, in it, we use therapy dog teams that have been certified by the Delta Society uh, and the Good Dog Foundation here in New York to, uh, to visit the kids up there. And, and we do things ranging from of what we call animal-assisted activities, which is really just sort of putting, uh, bringing dogs into the, into the room. Mm -hmm. And a kid will smile or they'll talk or they'll, you know, just generally feel good and think about something other than their own troubles or just help them to relax in, in what can be a tough situation for them in a hospital away from home, uh, things like that. Uh, and now we're, we're getting our dogs and our teams, because the, the human is a very important part of the team, too, we're getting our teams involved in physical therapy and occupational therapy where they're working hand-in-hand -hand with a therapist in a program that has goals. They, you know, help this kid take a step or take five steps or, mm -hmm. or use the left side of his body um, or talk to us or do something. And, and, and the therapists are intimately involved there. It's more than just a meet and greet and pet the dog and feel good. And, and a lot, we're making a lot of progress there as well. You know what I'm noticing? Uh, it's, it's not only uh, great for the humans, but the dogs love to have a job, too. They love well, going yeah, they, they really do. I mean, uh, dogs live for us. Let's, uh, you know, every, every time you're somewhere with a dog, it makes you smile. But he's smiling at you, too, <laughs> with his tail or whatever. But... You know, I say all the time, my dog does something every day that makes me smile. Sure. What, what are the animals that live with David Frog? <laughs> I have the world's two greatest Britneys. Ah. And they're both certified uh, therapy dogs. They've been visiting places for seven or eight years now, uh, ranging from an AIDS hospice in Seattle for about a year, uh, moving here to, to New York City, visiting uh, a number of hospitals, including Children's Hospital, uh, my wife is the is the uh, director of spiritual care and the chaplain for the Ronald McDonald House of New York City. So uh, my dogs visit there with me and with her. The first therapy dogs ever allowed in there. 
but working with kids uh, who are, are fighting the challenges of cancer. So um, as the dogs are doing wonderful things, and, you know, I'm just honored to be the guy on the end of the leash getting them in there. Ah, thank you so much for what you do. And uh, that's what you do the other 365 days <laughs> of the year. The uh, National Dog Show, of course, 20 million people. Uh, view that. So that's got to be kind of a little bit of pressure. Of course, you're working with our friend John O'Hurley, who uh, last week, didn't he say that you actually do the show in your skivvies? Is that correct? <laughs> I don't know if this is Almost. True. Well, you know, it is. I mean, I don't think it's a big secret that it, it's a show that's taped ahead of time. Well, last year was, uh, of course, uh, quite a surprise because, well, during Westminster, uh, which uh, we was a, a, a pit bull breed. Oh, what was no, his name? No, 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 no. No. What was his name? <laughs> It's not a pit bull. It's a colored uh, bull terrier. Colored bull terrier. Colored bull terrier Rufus. Rufus. Best in show at Westminster was also best in show at the National Dog Show. Uh, so he really was, Amer- he, and still is for a while, uh, America's dog by winning those those two shows. And uh-huh. and he's kind of had the celebrity circuit here in the last year or so. He, he travels places. He was just at the National Dog Show uh, in, in Harrisburg uh, for the Philadelphia Kennel Club. Um, have his own booth. People have their picture taken with him for a fee, and the proceeds go to local charities. So, 2002, you did The Angel by My Side. Are you, you co-authored that? I co-authored that with Mike Lingenfelter, who was the human partner of a service dog team. And uh, a wonderful story about Mike's service dog, uh, Dakota. Uh, very proud of the book. It was the book of the year for the Dog Writers Association of America and won another award as book of the year as well. And uh, it's a wonderful story about a wonderful dog. I'm just uh, honored to have been a part of that. And uh, and Mike is a great guy and has done great things uh, for service dogs everywhere. I mean, he Mike is in a situation where what we call uh, an invisible disability, that he'll walk into a place with a service dog, and, and, and more than often he gets challenged over accessibility for the dog because oh, he, he doesn't uh-huh. look like he, like he has a disability. Well, now, do you find that's yeah. happening more and more because some of the disabilities are hidden disabilities. Uh, can you give an example of what a hidden disability would be? Uh, an epileptic, an epileptic uh, sure. seizure dog, for okay. example. Um, in Mike's case, it's a heart attack uh, uh, alert dog. Wow. But, you know, if somebody comes up and says, the only thing you can ask by federal law is, is this dog your service dog? Mm. And if they say yes, then that's it. Uh-huh. But... Uh, but with Mike, sometimes they'll challenge him and go too far, and 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 he'll challenge he'll challenge them right back to the point that you know what if you want to bring the police in here, please do because mm-hmm. I'm sure that they can explain to you what the law is. <laughs> um, but but in Mike's case, he likes to think that um, that he's kind of clearing the way for the for the next little ten year old girl that comes in there with an epileptic seizure alert dog, so that she doesn't have to go through the things that he do. Does he's a big strong guy and he can put up with it, but. Mm-hmm. But uh, he's blazing a lot of trails for people because of, of his commitment to the service dogs. Yeah, that's something we recently learned about was the uh, hidden disability. Mm, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm getting myself a service cat. I'm telling you that right now. <laughs> David Fry joining us on Animal Radio. I'm going to get let you get back to work. We hope please. everybody will tune in February 12th and 13th with the Westminster Kennel Club as well. And on USA Network, we'll look forward to seeing you all out there. David, thanks so much. Hold you on bet. one second. Thanks, Hal. Coming up. You're an animal lover because that's why you're listening. How about a real big monkey? <laughs> Davy Jones. Woohoo! Yeah, he's still alive. <laughs> and he's joining us up next right here on Animal Radio. 
The Veterinary Minute is brought to you by World's Best Cat Litter. Made from whole kernel corn, World's Best Cat Litter has superior odor control without the use of perfumes and scents and is clumpable and scoopable. It is also truly septic safe and flushable. Ask your grocer or pet supply store for World's Best Cat Litter. A car crash puts a man on a mission about pet safety. Hi everybody, I'm Dr. Jim Humphreys reporting for Animal Radio. On a frigid February evening, Thomas Rodriguez climbed behind the wheel of his Oldsmobile with his seven-year-old miniature poodle, Holly, perched in his lap. The pair was headed to visit a friend in a nursing home. They did not count on hitting a patch of ice. We were in a head-on collision, remembers Rodriguez, 75, a retired airline employee. I was okay, but Holly was sitting on my left leg when it happened, and the airbag came right out and hit her. I could hear her whimpering, and I thought, oh my God, I've broken her neck. Rodriguez asked the police officer at the scene to call an ambulance. He said, are you hurt? No, not for me, for my dog. Please call an ambulance. I'll pay for it. But he could not call an ambulance for a dog. So a passerby rushed Rodriguez and Holly to the Animal Emergency Center where the severely injured poodle was treated for the next several days. Now fast forward four years. She's completely blind since the accident, said Rodriguez, who has made it his mission to educate the public about the dangers of dogs riding in cars with airbags. People strap their children in the back and they protect them, but we don't think about our pets. Veterinarians often see dogs who've been driving down the road with their heads sticking out the window and they get a bug in their eye or other foreign debris. Sarah drives with her Cavalier King Charles Spaniel sitting in her lap. She just loves the Cavalier sitting in her lap and giving her little kisses as she drives. Well, perhaps she should talk to Rodriguez. If he had his way, all dogs would ride in the back seat, secured with safety restraints. Holly now travels strapped inside a carrier in the back seat, and Rodriguez says it doesn't bother her at all. It also means one less potential distraction while I'm behind the wheel. The use of such car safety devices for pets is a growing trend, says the APPMA. Pet stores now offer a variety of travel safety devices for dogs, including dog safety harnesses, seat belts, and booster chairs that allow little dogs to see out the window. I don't think we can ever be too safe with our children or our animals in the car. You and I wouldn't think about riding in a car without a seatbelt. For some people, their pets are like their children. Rodriguez says he takes his poodle now with him everywhere he goes. She can get around the house now. She uses her sense of smell, and she does pretty well. But it hasn't been an easy four years. Everywhere I go, I see people with their little dogs in the front seat, and I tell them my story. I tell them, put your dog in the back seat. Put her in a carrier. Otherwise, you're going to cry your eyes out. For the Veterinary News Network at MyVNN.com, I'm Dr. Jim Humphreys reporting for Animal Radio. Your cat deserves world's best cat litter. A new breed of cat litter with a level of performance that makes it worthy of the name world's best. Made from whole kernel corn, it binds odors naturally, resulting in superior odor control without the use of perfumes. It is truly flushable, clumpable, scoopable, biodegradable, and septic safe. You just scoop it and flush it. It's ideal for use in self-cleaning litter boxes. It is also veterinary and recommended and safe for kittens of all ages. Ask for world's best cat litter at your grocery store, PetSmart, Petco, and anywhere fine pet supplies are sold. Happy birthday! This is
is such a cool party. Did you see the cake? I did. Shaped like a doggy bone. So cute. How old is the birthday boy in people years? 28. Oh, time flies. I remember when he tinkled on his first fire hydrant. He'll always be my little puppy. There's a place for you and your party animal. PetStyle.com. PetStyle is America's first lifestyle broadband network dedicated to dog and cat lovers like you. At PetStyle, we understand your unique relationship with your pet, so we offer a thousand ways to make it better. PetStyle.com is a video-based online network that's always there for you with original programming, fun amateur videos, training and travel tips, health and wellness, and more. PetStyle is information and entertainment designed with your lifestyle in mind. It's the place to be for you and your party animal. PetStyle.com. Log on and tune in today. Ever wish your dog was on the cover of a national magazine? Now's your chance. Animal Wellness Magazine, North America's number one resource for helping your animals live a long, healthy life, is now looking for the healthiest pups around, and the winner of our photo contest will land on the front cover. Big, small, young, or old, it's all good as long as the photos have high quality and sent to our offices by the deadline. To get all the rules and see a full list of prizes for Animal Wellness Magazine's photo contest, pick up your issue today at Barnes & Noble's, Whole Foods, or online at www.animalwellnessmagazine.com. Scoop Free is the first litter box you can leave alone for weeks at a time with no scooping, cleaning, or refilling. Scoop Free is a revolution in automatic litter boxes. Its disposable throwaway trays are filled with fresh step crystal litter that provide unbeatable odor control and are so convenient. After about 30 days per cat, just replace a disposable litter tray and that's it. Just load it, leave it, and love it. Available at select pet stores and at ScoopFree.com. Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness. From all across the globe, this is Animal Radio Network. 1-866-405-8405. Hi, who's this? Hey, this is Dennis. Hey, Dennis. Redding, Pennsylvania. Unbelievable. This is... Uh, do we have any listeners anywhere else than Pennsylvania? That's that's all that's I want to know. That's it's uh, the pet lovers are definitely that's there. That's all we need. There's plenty of them there. Dennis, what can we do for you today? Why well, I was walking my dog and I just got out of the car when I heard the, the announcement about the book that uh, the fellow was commenting on, uh, and I didn't remember the title. John O'Hurley's to... book, which yeah. is uh, again Judy. It's okay to miss the bed on the first jump. I don't know why I can't remember that. <laughs> Yeah, it's a it's a great book. Unfortunately, we're all out right now. We just gave out a bunch. We're expecting another shipment in of giveaways, uh, but uh, you can get it just about anywhere. Uh, so it's, it's John O'Hurley, and yeah. it's okay to miss the bet on the first jump. That's yeah. it. Do you remember That's him from uh, from Seinfeld? He was Jay Peterman on Seinfeld. Is that right? Yeah, tall guy, yeah. gray hair. Oh yeah, yeah, I do. And of course, he just hosted the the dog show on uh, Thanksgiving on NBC. Do you have any dogs? Oh yes, I do. What do you have? I have a Labradoodle. A Labradoodle? Oh. A Lab and a Poodle mix, and it's the best dog I ever had. Really? I've heard of them, but I've never known anyone who actually had one. Actually has one. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. What's what's his or her name? His name is Tucker. Tucker. Ooh, I'm going to give him some uh, dog food from Lassie's Natural Way and a toy to play with. A Labradoodle toy. Something uh, that's appropriate for a Labradoodle. Oh, that's terrific. Okay. Hey, thanks, yep. for, thanks for listening to Animal Radio. Hold on one second, if you will. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Hi, this is John O'Hurley. You're listening to Animal Radio, and remember, most importantly, please spay or neuter.
Ever wondered about what the best food to feed your dog or cat? Or have you ever wondered if you need to be giving your animals all those vaccinations? There are so many new products out there for our furry loved ones. How do you choose which is the right one for you? Animal Wellness Magazine is your natural resource delivering the truth about the best way to care for your animals, plus educating you about the best quality foods, products, and services available today. Trust Animal Wellness Magazine, the leading edge resource in natural health information, available at Barnes & Noble, Whole Foods, and online at www.animalwellnessmagazine.com. This is Animal Radio Network. Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio Network. Animal Radio is brought to you by PetStyle. PetStyle.com is America's first lifestyle broadband network dedicated to dog and cat lovers. From premium video content to fun videos, you can post. PetStyle is designed with your lifestyle in mind. Log on and tune in today. PetStyle.com. Here we come, walking down the street, we get the funniest looks from everyone we meet. Hey, we're the monkeys, and people say we monkey around, we're too busy singing to put anybody down. Hey, Davey. Hello. How are you doing? Davey Jones joining us. I got to tell you, you have... Broken the monotony around here. <laughs> I can't believe I'm speaking to the Davy Jones. Uh, I'm here. 47 times they mentioned me on the Brady Bunch in one episode. Can you believe it? <laughs> and now I'm getting it all over again because my kids think I'm in Pirates of the Caribbean as well. <laughs> I can't get away from it. I should have. I should have stuck with David Bowie. I think that was my. <laughs> I was the guy that made Bowie change his name, you know. Well, what was it before, David Bowie? Yeah, I, he was David Jones. His oh. name was David Jones. Oh. oh, wow. And so he had to change it because I already had that, you know. It was a legal thing. Well, you know, there's more David Joneses in, a, in England than any other name. And uh -huh. uh, I think William is now the favorite name. But it was David for many, many years. And so David, and I know why Bowie called himself Bowie, because we all used to play, you know, um, uh, the Alamo. We all used to do that with Jim Bowie and all that. So, yeah, why not? He, he probably was, you know, he was planning this since he had diapers on, I'm sure. But who knows? Well, now you're still touring. Yeah, it's amazing. You know, most people think I'm dead, but you know, I'm not really. I'm I'm out there. I just did a concert this weekend in um in uh Springfield, Massachusetts. Uh -huh. And the week before I was over in uh, um in a beautiful place, um um Vienna. It was called Vienna, Illinois. Absolutely gorgeous. Right on the river. We stayed at a beautiful uh, family-owned hotel and I I performed to about Ten, fifteen thousand people in the right in front of the um, you know the, the little um, um, uh, downtown area with all the statues and the stuff, and it was very dramatic. And obviously, uh, uh, being the greatest entertainer in the world, they invited me back for next season. So, and I do things like Disney, you know. I just, um, in fact, I, I, last year, this this last year, I, I played uh, Epcot Center. Uh, they call it the Flower Power Festival, and I've been playing that for about seven years. Uh, uh -huh. You know, you do three shows a day, and uh, and uh, you just like uh, 
it's it's quite easy, you know. I mean, it's an afternoon, evening thing. Then you go straight into the fireworks, and you're home by nine thirty. You know what I mean? Yeah. Usually they just wrap me up and put me back in a little Disney box, and I'm out <laughs> next week. You know. But I played there on Mother's Day, and I am again this year. Any of you people out there, middle of May, want to go to Epcot and see me perform? Um, it's on Mother's Day this year. I gave out T-shirts that said "Davy knows your mother." You know. So. <laughs> and you know something's all changed, of course, because I I noticed Peter Noon was there, and. So I went to see him the night before. He, he, you know, they're all getting old, these guys, you know. I mean, he sings, Mrs. Brown, you've got a lovely walker. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's all kind of funny, tongue-in-cheek, you know, because people pat me and say, you look just like you used to. So I made these T-shirts up with my face on from 1967, you know, uh -huh. just to prove them wrong. So, um, good things stand the test of time, and I think the monkeys uh, can be included in one of those absolutely, little categories. Absolutely, absolutely, especially you. i got to say, well, Mickey, Mike, and Peter, they're doing okay. They're all in the actor's home in Hollywood, you know. <laughs> I went to see them a couple of weeks ago, and I went over and I said, Do you know who I am? <laughs> and Peter said, Ask the nurse. She'll tell you. So it was... They're all doing good stuff, and they're all working hard, and, you know, it's just a case of uh, setting an example. We didn't ask to be role models. We didn't ask to be, you know, sort of anything other than that TV show about a rock and roll band. Well, now, uh, it must be the animals that are keeping you so youthful, huh? Well, yeah, I've got, um, I've got a number of horses. I'm down in Florida here right now. I've got a couple of broodmares that just came back from Ocala um, uh, in full to uh, a horse called Genesis. Nice horse. And um, I've got a couple of I've got a driving horse. I've got an Arab that uh, he is kind of the pony horse. And then i got a little show jumper that we mess around with in the local shows here. And, you know, okay, winner takes all sort of thing. But I also have racehorses. And um, wow. I'm on my way. I've, I'm down here right now just to plan the season. I'm talking to the people at Tampa Racetrack. And we're looking at um, Gulfstream for December. Um, I have a couple of nice horses. One, especially in the town I live in down here. Uh -huh. His name is Indian Town Jones, because this is the town I'm in, called Indian Town. So, you know, everyone knows me in town. My picture's up in the... Uh in the in the local post office, I'm not wanted or anything like that. But I'm about the only guy that's not in that. So and then you know in the local cafe and they have my records on the wall. And so I'm quite at home. You know, I I'm pretty famous here in the suburbs. If, if you hadn't started with your singing career with the monkeys, would you have been a jockey? I think so. I ride work all the time. Anyone that understands what that is, they exercise the horses in the morning on the track. We start about 4.30, 5 o'clock. Oh, my gosh. Uh, no big deal. You guys are there at that time anyway. I mean, uh -huh. it's just like being a radio personality. Uh -huh. uh, you get up, you take care of it, because you've got to be off the track by 10 a.m. because uh -huh. the racing starts at, you know, 1. They've got to prepare that. And I ride 2 or 3 in the morning, gallop a couple. Sometimes I sit on other people's, but, you know, um, it might be an old gray cottage, but there's a fire burning in the grate. You know what I'm saying? I love, yeah. to, I love to ride. It's kept me really out of those silly, you know, red cars clubs and the rest of that Hollywood baloney, you know. Um, I'm an entertainer, you know. I, I, I don't need anyone around uh, other than my audience to, to recognize that I'm a celebrity sure. and that I'm pretty famous in, you know, in their eyes anyway. And you can't tell anyone that's a Davy Jones fan that he can't sing, he can't dance, he's not the best looking guy in the world. And, you know, it's, it's very simple, you know. The rules have been laid down and uh, um, it, it's pretty much, um, everybody knows their part. I sing, they they scream. <laughs> I sing again. They applaud. You know, they request stuff. And, and you don't get tired of it. 
No, it's, it's, it's my life, you know, and I'm very fortunate, you know, as I say, not to diss anybody else because, you know, it's far easier to be critical, critical than correct. But, you know, I mean, I get a bigger buzz out, out of going into Publix Market down in Florida and have somebody stop me in the cheese department and say, what are you doing here? <laughs> what, you, you know don't who eat? you are? <laughs> and I say, yes, I do know who I am. Well, what, what, why are you in here? And I say, because it's called food. <laughs> and they expect me to, you know, go moonwalking into the, into, into the bread department and, you know, then jump into my Rolls Royce opened by my chauffeur. But I'm a pretty down-to-earth guy. The curtain comes down and, and that's the end of that character. And I just become a normal person. The horses... I, I've, I've had a um, number of dogs over the years. Obviously, Labradors have always been my favorite. They're very compatible. Four daughters, all girls. Wow. They've all ridden, and they're all kind of stretched from 38 years old to 18 years old. So the 18-year-old, you've got to know, I feel like I'm bilingual. I don't know what she's talking about <laughs> half the time. I flew a horse out to California a couple of weeks ago to Del Mar, which is a very prestigious racetrack. Yes. It's out there in San Diego, beautiful San Diego. And I loaded him up in Newark and got on a flight and I met him in Los Angeles. I got him off, we drove him down, got to the Del Mar racetrack. Three days later, he was running in the 67th running of the Del Mar Futurity Handicap. Do they um, enjoy it, Davey? Do they enjoy it? Do they um, I don't think they... This boy does. Indian Town Jones enjoys it because he's, he's quite a, 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 a baby in the stables. You know, you can, I could sit a stranger on him and he'd, he'd walk around the... The yard being led, but not. Well, I would never put him out. Anyone on the track on him, but um, I ride him on the track. They 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 like to exercise. They don't want to spend 23 hours in a box. That's the only problem right. with most race tracks. Sure. They are confined. It is a very hard thing to deal with. My kids hate it. They don't want me to do the racing thing. They love the horses. They want to have a petting zoo. You know. Besides horses, do you have any dogs or any other animals? I have a cat. I had a couple of cats, and uh, one of them was scared off when we came to Florida last year by a wild cat and I'll get him this year uh. I'll chase him off but um, I've chased him off a few times it's ridiculous like I can see you running down the street oh no, yes I have been honestly <laughs> I live on like a retirement village down here and I you know it's like I'm running passing you know people uh, uh, on their bicycles you know going around in circles and I, I had Labradors in England for many years I have a lovely old home up in Pennsylvania where I spent half my year and I've been reluctant to get a dog for the last 10 years and the reason being is I see deer, there's one doe been down every other year and had, to, had a, her little uh, fawn right in the backyard, you know, um, oh, wow. only a few acres, right in the middle of the borough, but oh, surrounded wonderful. by cornfields and such. And then I, 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 I've got little chippies around, you know, and, and squirrels and, and, you know, occasionally the turkeys are there. In fact, the other day we saw a black bear. And wow. I was wondering why the horses were all a little disgruntled and their heads were over the boxes, staring in a direction of the... As I say, I only have 16 acres in the middle of the borough, but, you know, these animals know where they're safe. And once horses are around, they know that there are caring... I don't know what it is. It's an instinct, I'm sure, that they have. Uh -huh. But um, I've always... I, I, I recommend it. You know, whenever I see a dog or somebody's got one on the street or uh, wherever it might be, I ha I'm, I'm drawn to it. Mm. Um, this, in fact, last night I went to a friend's house had a bit of dinner and the dog was in the backyard and I said you know let him in let me have a look at him and so he came in and he didn't leave my side you know they just want to have affection it's so they're like human beings mm -hmm. we want to be be enjoyed and we want to be loved and we want to be hugged you know and and that's all they care about and you know I, I, I don't think you can't uh, 
uh, you can't grow up. Uh, I know it's prohibitive sometimes, and in a city especially, to have a large dog or any kind of animals. And I'm not the kind of guy that locks my cats up, you know. Um, uh, they tend to want to hang about me. They come into the house and they sit with me when I'm sitting about. They know when I'm kind of down. I know that I had a bit of a cold for the last couple of weeks, and my cat up there, she came in and she sat on the bed, something she would never, ever do. She knows, huh? Uh, I think they know, and it's a wonderful thing. And you know that... You know, anyone that's got any animals out there that are very easy to deal with, it would be a wonderful thing for you to take your dog, no matter what kind of dog it is. And, re you know, I recommend you call up a, a, um, one of those um, uh, retirement homes or, uh, you know, obviously it's difficult in the hospitals because of, uh, you know, all the restrictions. But retirement homes and things like that, there's plenty of, of them out there. And those people that can't have animals anymore would love to stroke the, a little dog that you bring in or, you know, a cat in a cage. You know, they all have it when they were younger and it's something that you can you know enrich your life with you'll be empowered and by by doing something for somebody else and this is what animals do for you my i can't wait to get around the corner and see my my horses you know they all think that you know they're the one they're the special one. Oh, of course and i brush them over and i keep them clean i look after them it's like you know my kids now 18 24 34 38 it's almost like you know it's almost like an excuse for me and has been because I've not always been able to be with my children mm -hmm. and you've got to have some kind of recreation. I mean, I still do all those, you know, things like anybody else was. I still, you know, try to be on the darts team for six months up in Pennsylvania and I, <laughs> I still try to go, you know, down and bowl a few, you know, games down at the alley and I, I, I do normal stuff and I think that all fits in with being an animal carer and an animal lover and someone that cares about you know, being part of a, a community. And that's all the dog wants to do. That's all the cat wants to be is, uh, you know, and they say they're independent and they don't need. But I've found that the more company I have with one of my barn cats, she comes in, the more she likes it. Mm -hmm. And I always wondered why she was so, uh, you know, off. She was never very affectionate. Mm -hmm. But it was because of me. I didn't give her that affection. And then all of a sudden now she's getting older. She's seven, eight, I think. Now she wants to be hugged, and I pick her up every single morning. Aww. And I pick her up, she look at me before I, I put the food down, she look at me, I pick her up, I give her a hug, and I just hug her tight, you know, and... Um you love your animals, and they love you unconditionally. That's about it. There you go. It's like your children, you know. Yeah. Check out www.davyjones.net. Of course, URLs to everything you've heard on today's show at animalradio.com. Davy, thank you so much for joining us today. Okay, it's great to talk to you. And, uh, you know, look after those pets, everybody, and uh, and hope to see you soon. If you see it up there, check out the page, as we just said, and uh, maybe I'll be coming to you. Maybe coming to your town. Boom. <laughs> You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio Network. Animal Radio is brought to you by Animal Wellness Magazine, your natural resource delivering the truth about the best way to care for your animals. Available at Barnes & Noble, Whole Foods and online at www.animalwellnessmagazine.com. Well, hello, Joe. How you doing? I'm all right. Joe Weisenfelder, senior editor of Cars.com, joining us, an awesome site. And I understand that uh, you guys are catering to the pet lovers now and putting together a guide for pet guardians. We've you know, dealt with people uh, 
buying cars, shopping for cars, and what their different uh, criteria are and what they consider for mm-hmm. a long time. And we found that as often as people think about their family needs, you know, we've got kids, we need room to, you know, cart them and their friends around to hockey and whatever, people consider their pets. And I've heard several people say, I didn't want an SUV, but I bought one for my dog. (laughs) More and more people are starting to travel with their animals, and that becomes primary, not only for dogs, but I'm sure you've heard for cats and ferrets and and other animals too, huh? Absolutely. I mean, mostly it's mostly an issue for the dogs because dogs like to leave the house. Sure. And many of them want to go for a ride. Cats, it's basically a, you know. Well, you don't know some of the cats that we have around here. Yeah, they're, they're, we have a, uh, one cat that loves to travel, knows when we're going, going to travel, knows when the uh, the RV Alpha dog is warming up to, to go on the road. He'll actually go out to the vehicle and climb in. we got to watch him sometimes. He'll get that. in anybody's car. I just don't want to be specious here. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. uh, at cars.com, we're going to find a list, the guide. You, you talk about seats that fold up. You list the cars with the back seats that fold up. Uh, you list the cars that have stain-resistant upholstery with easy clean. Up. Yeah, that's a big one. Yeah, what are some of the criteria that we're going to find then? Well, uh, I mean, we're, we're basing it on a couple of issues. One is safety, that's number one, and also there's the issue of, you know, cleanability. And for safety, it's, it's basically just an issue mainly of the vehicle type and choosing to uh, use a harness, which is a big one, or uh, a crate, you know, being able to, to secure a crate in it, or even buy a car that has something like uh, a partition something crate-like in the back already. Uh, Volvo seems to be the best in, in that yeah. area. Yeah, and then the other s- stuff, obviously, is just um, uh, stain-resistant upholstery for muddy paws and the, and the like. There's a lot more of that than there ever used to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and even some you know plastic floors, like on the, the Honda Element, and uh, cargo areas are now increasingly plastic instead of uh, carpet. Um, or they'll offer, even in, in SUVs or wagons that have a regular carpeted cargo area, they'll offer you a nice, thick rubber mat that uh, just makes everything so much easier. So were these cars originally designed for pets in mind, or they just happen to have features that work well with pets? I think it was one of the things that was considered uh, when they started building them, and I think part of it is when vehicles like the, uh, uh, the Honda Element came out with all the wipeable surfaces uh-huh. and was one of the first with the stain resistant upholstery which they developed developed you know for, for any number of reasons uh, just pet owners took to it so quickly and were so enthused about it that the manufacturers realized that there was a big big demand for this mm-hmm. and um, it's it's really spread there are a lot of Jeeps Chryslers and uh, Dodges that's obviously one company they share a lot of this stuff um, and as I mentioned, Honda has done, and I think we'll see uh, more and more in, in vehicles that still have, you know, fabric, that cloth, cloth upholstery as opposed to leather. Yeah. Are these uh, options, or are they becoming standard in the, in the vehicles? Are, they being, are Guardians, Pet Guardians being charged more for these options? Uh, most of the stuff is just, uh, it's built in. It's mm-hmm. the, uh, the upholstery, you know, is the only kind you can get unless you, of course, go for an option that's, that's uh, a leather or something like that. Mm-hmm. A Volvo, I mentioned, um, they have interesting uh, accessories that can be added, and that'll cost you more. You may have seen the, the grates or nets that go between the cargo area and the mm-hmm. cabin. Mm-hmm. Um, the good ones retract from out of a, a, a retractor in the uh, top of the seats and connect to the ceiling, um, or they have stronger metal uh, grates, and that's what, what Volvo has, and they take it a step further. And they have a metal uh, 
center divider that, that basically splits the cargo area into two halves. Uh, so you can keep a pet on one side and cargo on the other, or two pets. And they even, in the V70 wagon, go so far as to offer a couple of gates uh, for the rear. So you could presumably put a dog in one side, close the, the gate, and then mm -hmm. fill the other side, not worry about the dog getting out. Wow, so what's the best vehicle if I have a big, muddy dog that I don't want tracking all over the front of my car? Um one of the things that we emphasize is you can you can transport any any animal in a, in a vehicle that's big enough if you you know strap them into the back seat if you use a harness which we think is so important protects them and it protects you even because first of all it keeps them out of the front seat uh, where they would you know distract you and maybe cause trouble and in a collision any you know free object animal or person is going to be a hazard to himself and and anyone else in the car. Um, so beyond that, it's just a matter of fit, and, and obviously people seem to prefer uh, SUVs and wagons uh, so they can have a whole space back there for the pet, whether uh, typically crated um, or maybe even harnessed in, uh, connected in one of the cargo hooks back there. Do you see a decrease in people purchasing SUVs because of the gas prices, or they're still buying them for their pets? We, ha we actually can track what people are looking for on the site, what they're searching for. Uh -huh. And when the fuel prices went high and stayed there, it was remarkable how quickly people went to uh, hybrids and were searching for the smallest cars, mm -hmm. subcompacts, things that people haven't looked for in a long time. <laughs> uh -huh. And then when gas prices went down, it was almost as if their memories went blank and all of a sudden there's all this you know, searching for SUVs. But um, I think the answer to the question is there's, there's really a good alternative now, uh -huh. and that is the what's called a crossover SUV or simply a car-based one. It, it, it's built more like a car on a car platform, so it's lighter, it sits lower, um, and it has more room inside for the amount of space it takes on the outside, and it's more fuel efficient. So basically everything that people like from SUVs, like the four-wheel drive and sitting a little bit higher and having you know a lift gate instead of a trunk, um, is now available in lighter, more efficient vehicles. Well, we thank you for joining us today. Joe Weisenfelder, senior editor of Cars.com. If you want to see the article, see the guide that says it all, check it out, www.cars.com. Joe, thanks so much for joining us today. My pleasure. That's all we have time for. We want to thank David Fry, also Davy Jones. Next week on the season of stars, Joanne Worley. Hello. Uh, more at AnimalRadio.com. Remember to spay and neuter, don't declaw, never get a pet from a breeder. Great Thanksgiving weekends to all, please. We'll see you next weekend on this fine station for more Animal Radio. Bye-bye. This is Animal Radio Network. Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio Network. Well, if you watch the bestseller list closely, like we do here at Animal Radio, especially for pet-related books, there's a book out right now. It's called From Baghdad with Lava Marine, The War, and a Dog Named Lava. And on the phone, we have author Lieutenant Colonel Jay Koppelman. Lieutenant, how are you doing? I'm good. Just please call me Jay. Okay, Jay. Where are Thanks, we, Al. Where are we calling you? San Diego. San Diego. Lovely San Diego. Beautiful San Diego today. Well, you must be very happy. Your book is doing very well, but uh, a wonderful story to go along with it. Uh, right. Can you give kind of a Reader's Digest? Actually, it wasn't Reader's Digest. Yes, I saw it in there. Even well. a more abbreviated synopsis about your book? 
Sure, yeah. Uh, we find the dog. The dog lives a happy life ever after. That was pretty abbreviated. <laughs> Thank you. It was nice talking but to you. But it really wasn't that. Yeah, we'll see you guys. <laughs> it really wasn't that simple. Of, of course, the dog living in uh, War Strife, Baghdad. Just then, you were on a tour of duty there. Is that correct? Well, actually, we found Lava in Fallujah. He was uh, in an abandoned house. A group of Marines from Hawaii known as the Lava Dogs found him. They named him after themselves. I eventually joined up with them when I brought a group of Iraqi soldiers into the city for the Battle of Fallujah two years ago and uh, told the Marines that I'd figure out a way to get Lava to the United States. So I ultimately did manage to do that uh, after he spent a couple of months living on the base outside the city of Fallujah with other Marines. And then he spent two months living in Baghdad with uh, Ann Garrels and some other folks from NPR. I guess it's not that easy to smuggle a dog out. <laughs> I guess. Well, it's, it's not easy even to get one out without smuggling. You know, if you have all the paperwork and documentation, it's still pretty difficult. So, yeah, it's uh, there's a lot of red tape. It's you know, it's an international kind of thing where dogs have to go from one country to another, uh-huh. and so. Well, doesn't the military have uh, strict rules on uh, not only uh, smuggling animals out, but even making friendships with animals because it kind of softens you up? Well, it's not that it softens you up, it's, it, but what it can be is it can be very distracting at a most inopportune time. Sure. Dogs uh-huh. carry diseases, and when there's no other food source available, guess who becomes dinner uh, on occasion? So it's, um, yeah, there's some good reasons for that. But it's not because it softens you up. You're still a hard Marine. <laughs> I, I, I mean, you know, I'm a former Marine now, but yeah, you know, it, it doesn't keep you from being able to do what has to be done. Uh-huh. Where is uh, Lava right now? He's lying here in my living room, just kind of relaxing. <laughs> is he one, hanging ha- out. one happy guy, I imagine? I think he is, yeah. You know, why not? He's, uh, you know, he's lying there with the sun coming through the window on him and... He's just finished roughhousing with our other dog, and, you know, he's in San Diego, California. How bad could it be? Really? I, I That's, that's <laughs> yeah, good for me. I'm jealous. <laughs> Why was this such a personal mission for you? Um, I, I think what happened is that because I'd promised these Marines that I would do this for Lava, that I would get them to safety, I've now promised, made a promise that I have to keep because as a leader, that's all you've got is your word mm-hmm. and your actions, and... It's how you build confidence and you establish trust. And so, you know, that's, uh, it, it became personal. Mm-hmm. So There were a yeah. lot of laws broken. Uh, has there been any kind of, any kind of waves from that? No, you know, we, we did violate a portion of a standing general order, but I've had no repercussions from that. Um, a lot of good-natured ribbing from my buddies, but that's about, about the extent of it. Uh, they're just jealous. You know, I don't think the average citizen really knows how much, what such a big part these dogs play in the war. I was reading things in the book that I was just amazed at how these dogs are trained to, you know, go under tanks and, and just the things that these animals... Are they jealous? Oh, yeah. yeah, well, real dogs, not lava. No, 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 no. You're, you're talking about the real dog. Oh, yeah. okay. And how what they use with other animals, like cows and things like oh, that? Oh, you mean, oh, right. Oh, those, the dogs they use as uh, up for IEDs, for exploit. Yeah, the, yeah. yeah that, that's pretty tragic. The dogs and the animals, and they even used uh, one, one child with Down syndrome. Mm. 
a young man. Yeah. Wow. What do you, what do you say to people who ask you why you did this for a dog and not for a human? Um, you know, you do what you can. Mm-hmm. I think, and Lava just was lucky enough to be in the right place at the right time. If we had found a small child there, we certainly probably would have done the same thing. You know, I don't know if mm-hmm. we would have. It's not as easy to get somebody at home to say, "Yeah, sure, send me the kid." <laughs> but I'm sure that we would have been able to find some family to adopt a child, and we would have tried to do the same thing. It wouldn't have been any different. Mm-hmm. And plus, Lava's so cute. <laughs> well, he is. <laughs> How old is Lava now? Just over two. Just he over just two. turned two last month, I guess. Were there, there any adjustments to the life in the United States? <laughs> well, I think that Lava's going to be making adjustments, you know, for as long as he lives, and... He doesn't like the ocean, really, uh, which is unfortunate because we're only about two blocks away. And so, what do you yeah, think that's about? Well, there are no point breaks in Baghdad. Okay. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, he, the beach, the sand is okay, mm-hmm. but yeah. once he realizes that there's water associated with that, he's not too happy. Mm. So. Does he have any kind of traumatic reactions to loud noises or anything like that or is he pretty much no, been there done that yeah that bothers him yeah he's pretty stoic with all that stuff but uh you know people some people still bother him uh certain certain noises will get to him he's very protective so well did you think the book was going to do so good I didn't know if it would or not you know it's just one of those things where you hope it does and the the publishing and the book business are just really kind of fickle, I think, in a lot of ways. You never know why a book is going to do well. Um, and then some books do very well very quickly and then kind of just burn out. And we've been lucky, I think. You know, it's part luck, part the fact that the book is so well written and it's a good story. You know, it's one of my friends said it's a perfect book for Republicans because it's a war story with a happy ending. So. <laughs> Well, I have to say, as a reader, I really enjoyed it. It is a good book, and again, it's one of those books that I couldn't put down. We normally rate everything five paws, but this is definitely five and a half paws. And I think as someone who's who's kind of curious but don't know, I don't really know anybody who's over there in the war, it really gives you an insight of things that go on and what right. you guys really go through. One thing that's really nice that I just found out from my publisher this morning is that we are one of the six finalists for Borders New Voices wow. Award. Wow. I guess there's going to be more writing in the works, perhaps, for you. Yeah, I've got a novel that's 50% finished at this point. So. Good. And what's yeah. that about? Military murder mystery. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Go figure. Yeah. Well, it's doing very good. We're going to add it to the Animal Radio Book Club like it really needs it. We're also going to give away 10 copies right now at one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Of course, you can get this anywhere. Do you know a Captain John Smathers? John Smathers, the name sounds vaguely familiar, but he'd be really junior to me, so unless I worked with him, it would... Well, in November know. of 2005, he returned from Iraq with a broken arm, uh, a wrecked knee, a chest full of medals, and uh, also brought back Scout, a dog that he had met in Baghdad the year prior. Uh, didn't write a book about it, but thought you might know him because of the similarities in the stories. No, I, you know, I, I've heard of Scout, yeah. I, you know, but I didn't know the captain. And then there, of course, is Beans, the dog who came back from, uh, from Iraq 
last year with, um, I guess just this past year with uh, the 25th Marines from Ohio. Mm. Very good. We appreciate you spending time with us. Wish you the best of luck on the upcoming uh, mystery novel thank you. and your Thanks. budding career there. And uh, hold on one second, will you? Sure. Thank you. Have a great Thanksgiving. Yeah, okay. you too. Very much. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. I have ten copies. You can get the book just about anywhere from Baghdad with Love, a Marine, the War, and a Dog Named Lava. Nice guy, huh? Yeah, what a good thing he did for that little dog. What a lucky dog. He sounds like a young guy, doesn't he? He does sound very Picture young. doesn't look like his... Uh... No, considering what all he's been through. But uh, he's out now, and he says that he's done his tour, and he's not going back. Joey Turner is going to be talking with your animal? Yeah, sure, why not? one 405 8405 Let's get you in queue now so that we can do that, okay? The Animal Minute... Is brought to you by Pet Solution RX, a revolutionary 100% natural first aid treatment for pets. Pet Solution RX is the miracle water that heals everything from hot spots to insect bites. Available at local pet stores or visit www.earthsbalance.com. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. Birds do it. Bees do it, even educated fleas do it, but pandas, uh, not so much. Pandas aren't known for being the most romantic of animals, so a zoo in Thailand is trying something new. Adult movies featuring pandas being, uh, romantic, in an effort to get their two pandas in the mood for love. Chang Chang and Lin Hui have been just friends for four years, and now their zookeepers are trying this movie date method as a way to warm things up a little. A panda expert explains that Chang Chang may actually need to be taught how to be romantic. He added that the movies will be shown at the panda's most intimate and comfortable time, right after dinner. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. I think Brit's hitting the eggnog a little early <laughs> this year. You probably have no idea what it's like to be a hot, hairy dog with itchy skin. Ooh, oh. Thank dog there's relief. Pet Solution RX, I'll always be loyal to you. Instant relief for sensitive skin problems, hot spots, mange, insect bites, and more. 100% natural pet solution RX at earthsbalance.com. Visit earthsbalance.com for my sake. Whoa. Another fine product from the makers of Doggone It and Gee Whiz. Oh, <laughs> looks like you caught me peeking in your bathroom closet. Hi, I'm Be Humane, star of Be Humane Go Shopping. Perhaps you've heard of me. You've got a lot of stuff that was tested on animals. Shampoo, cleaner, mascara. Did you know that some of these companies still test their products on animals? Throw this stuff out. <laughs> You see, you have a choice when buying your household and cosmetic products. You can make a difference for animals by only buying cruelty-free products. What? How do you know these products are cruelty-free? Request a free compassionate shopping guide from AAVS. To know which companies are cruelty-free, just call 1-800-SAY-AAVS or visit www.aavs.org and look for my movie, Be Humane, Go Shopping. Don't forget, 1-800- Say AAVS or visit www.aavs.org. Well, you've heard us talking about Get Serious, the pet stain odor and pheromone extractor for several months now, and how easily it removes carpet stains left from cat vomit. 
Now I want to talk to you about a problem dog owners face. It's called remarking. If your dog remarks, you might have thought about banishing him from the house or worse, taking him to the shelter. You use other cleaners, but your dog keeps going back to the same spot. Don't blame your pet because you used a product that didn't get the job done. End the problem with Get Serious. The pheromones, there's something you can't smell. They draw them back to the same spot. Get Serious is the only product that totally extracts the pheromones so your pets won't be attracted back to Remark. Get Serious is recommended by rescue groups and veterinarians. And Get Serious keeps pets in homes and out of shelters. You can find Get Serious at PetSmart and in fine pet stores all over. Visit their website at GetSeriousProducts.com. Again, that's GetSeriousProducts.com. Fido Friendly Magazine. Perhaps you can do without it, but for kibble's sake, thinking a dog. At last, a voice for us traveling canines. Until now, few have taken mobile pooches seriously. After all, who appreciates warm shelter and a comfy bed more than a dog? Fido Friendly, the travel magazine for you and your dog. A quarterly guide to Fido Friendly accommodations in the United States and Canada. Because if Fido ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. Subscribe at FidoFriendly.com. Your dog will thank you. I'm Margaret Jenkins, and I breed and train dogs for people who are sight impaired. Our owners rely on our dogs, and I rely on Biospot. These dogs, they help guide their owners through everyday life, so they don't have time to scratch because of fleas and ticks. In the 20 years I've been doing this, I have tried a lot of products, and I've found that Biospot is as effective as what I used to get at my vet, but it's available at my local pet store, and it's guaranteed to work. Biospot is simple, providing many breeds of dogs and cats with relief without constant applications. Biospot is really effective. One application keeps pets free of fleas and ticks and even mosquitoes for up to four weeks. And it kills flea eggs and larvae for up to four months. Biospot is also a great value. It's about a third the cost of leading veterinarian brands. And it's guaranteed to work with all sizes and breeds of dogs and cats or your money back. These dogs have to be at their best. So I rely on the best. Biospot. Go to biospot.com today. It's the choice of professionals. Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio Network. Animal Radio is brought to you by Out Deluxe Training Pads. Traditional newspaper training is old news. Out Deluxe Training Pads are ten times more absorbent, scientifically treated to attract pets and control odors. Available nationwide at major discount and grocery stores. Welcome to Voice of the Animal. Thanksgiving is not Turkey's favorite holiday. On the one hand, he is honored and feted throughout the country. School children recreate his image with colorful construction paper cutouts. He enjoys a prominent place in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. And he is given a traditional pardon from the President of the United States. On the other hand, turkey is the main feature on the Thanksgiving dinner table. In the Navajo creation story, Turkey enjoys divine status as a representative of agriculture. As the Navajo people are fleeing from the encroaching floodwaters of the fourth world to find refuge and safety in the fifth world, Turkey is the only one to notice that the precious seeds that have been stored in pottery jars after the harvest season will be lost to the floodwaters. Gathering a few seeds from each jar, Turkey manages to hide the seeds among her feathers. As she hurries to catch up with the others racing to beat the floodwaters, she gets some help from wind pushing from behind, as Turkey dare not fly and risk losing the seeds. 
when everyone finally makes it to the safety of the fifth world, all are humbled by the fact that Turkey was the only one who thought to bring the most precious commodity of all, the people's very means of survival and insurance against famine, seeds. Did you know that turkeys sleep high in trees? And they do not like to be awoken. If a plane flies overhead, they will gobble in a very grumpy manner. And when thunder rolls, they will respond as if having a conversation with Zeus himself. Turkeys are also very social and take care of each other. Wild turkeys live on our ranch. Last year, for weeks, we watched a group of nine turkeys who would always wait patiently while one of their party, a small crippled female, limped behind to catch up. Over time, this turkey could no longer even walk and just sat by the feeder where her friend sat with her. At this point, we were able to catch her and take her to the wildlife vet two hours away, a ride in which she sat huddled and frightened in her carrier. When we arrived, we were told she limped because she had been shot in the leg. Despite excellent care, she did not survive to come back home. I continue to wonder, would the hunter who shot her have any interest in knowing the sacred role of Turkey in Navajo culture? Did that hunter have any concept of the courage and fortitude she exhibited as she limped behind her other turkey friends? Could the hunter understand the compassion her turkey companions displayed in always waiting for her to catch up? And what would the hunter have to say to the veterinarian and her assistants regarding the hours spent attempting to heal the turkey's gunshot wound? To this day, Turkey's feathers are marked with the colors of the seed she carried long ago in the Navajo beginning of time. When the forefathers of the United States were deciding on a national symbol, Ben Franklin lobbied on behalf of Turkey. Instead, we all know Eagle was chosen. But maybe, if more people knew the story of Turkey and the role she played in ensuring the survival of agriculture, as well as how loyal, courageous, and compassionate Turkeys are to each other, they might have chosen her as our national bird, as well as think differently of their Thanksgiving menu. During this season of Thanksgiving, thank Turkey for her generous role in ensuring the survival of the seeds that bring the bounty of harvest gracing your holiday table by visiting Farm Sanctuary's website, adoptaturkey.org, where thanks to your generosity, a turkey will spend the holiday not on a platter atop a table, but with a group of her turkey friends. Visit us on the World Wide Web at voiceoftheanimal.com. Happy Thanksgiving from Rayanne Cumulos and Voice of the Animal. As the director of a busy rescue shelter, I'm constantly house training. And as any pet guardian will tell you, house training can be frustrating and confusing for both you and your pup. And learn bad habits like using newspaper is hard to break. We use out deluxe training pads because they're sent to tracks dogs. Here's two tips from somebody that knows. Speed up the house training process through consistency and out deluxe training pads. There's no easier or cleaner way to train your pup. Find out deluxe training pads at major discount and grocery stores nationwide. Animal Radio is brought to you by Biospot Premium Flea and Tick Control Products for dogs and cats. One application keeps pets free of fleas and ticks for up to four weeks. Biospot available at your local pet store or visit www.biospot.com. Animal Radio is also brought to you by the American Anti-Vivisection Society. Your common everyday purchases can make a difference for the animals. 
Get your free compassionate shopping guide by calling the American Anti-Vivisection Society at 1-800-SAY-AAVS. Hey, it's free. Why not? And it's an easy toll-free number to remember, 1-800-SAY-AAVS. I've done it a million times. I have a million of these things here. (laughs) Call us. We'll give you some. Also, I wanted to remind you that we are still taking your submissions for one of the five scoop-free automatic litters that we're giving away for the month of November. Why you're thankful for your pet, your cat in particular. You get one of these litters, boy, I'll tell you, you won't be changing it for 30 days. It'll change your life. It really will, the scoop-free automatic litter. Learn more. In fact, you can even enter this contest by heading over to AnimalRadio.com and click on the pink scoop-free icon on the front page at AnimalRadio.com. Joy Turner is up next. I'm not sure if she has a... She has a call lined up for this week, but of course you can always get in uh, any week by calling or emailing Martha at AnimalRadio.com. A lot of us are planning phyto-friendly trips coming up, planning to take our animals with us, and we're looking for phyto-friendly accommodations that will accept our animals. There are six things you need to know before you plan your phyto-friendly trip. And Susan Sims from Fido Friendly Magazine, she's on the way with us. Next, right here on Animal Radio. Don't go anywhere. Do not adjust your station. That's not static. It's a dozen dogs who got the number two flea control product just one week ago. And they're already scratching away. Now hear this. Silence. The sound of a dozen dogs who used Frontline Plus four weeks ago. So which dogs would you rather have in a cramped radio booth with you? Hey, give me back my shoe. Frontline Plus. It's waterproof and kills fleas fast all month long. Say goodbye to fleas and ticks. Hi, I'm Britt Savage from Animal Radio. You know, it's never too early to find the perfect gift for all the animal lovers on your Christmas list. And I've got it. It's the 12 Nays of Christmas CD. Ten of your holiday favorites sung by real live animals and some human guest stars. Just go to AnimalChristmas.com and listen to a horse and someone who sounds a lot like Elvis singing Blue Christmas. Or hear the entire animal chorus on Carol of the Barn. Best of all, it's only $9.99. At that price, why not get your own copy of the 12 Nays of Christmas CD? Just go to AnimalChristmas.com for the perfect stocking stuffer for anyone who loves animals and loves to laugh. AnimalChristmas.com Hey, this is Cesar Milan. When I'm not doing the dog whisper, I'm listening to Animal Radio. Stay balanced. Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio Network. Well, it's that time of year that uh, a lot of us are starting to travel for the holidays like Thanksgiving and uh, Christmas. And we're taking our pets with us. And who's the expert on that? Well, that would be Susan Sims, the top dog at Fido Friendly Magazine. How are, you, how are you doing, Susan? Hey, I'm good. How are you guys doing? Very good. Thank you. You have the six tips people should know before booking a pet-friendly hotel. You know, um, one of the things, you know, that we're so lucky now as consumers, there are some fabulous websites there. You can just Google a search and find, you know, pet travel, and you'll, you'll have oh, quite a few websites that list 
FIDO-friendly accommodations. And um, that's good and bad. And, and the great thing is it just opens up the world so you can go anywhere in the United States or the world with your dog. But um, what happens oftentimes are these uh, listings can be out of date, you know, management changes, you know, policy changes. So I always like to call, even though it tells you everything on the website, I like to call first thing and I just want to, you know, make sure that they do accept your dog. And by allowing your dog, does that mean the dog gets to stay in the room with you? Because um, believe it or not, there are places that say, hey, bring your dog, but we've mm-hmm. got a kennel outside. Oh, and they put the dog outside in the kennel. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my. And that would stink. So uh, <laughs> so that's, that's an important question. Um, and then... Uh, once you find out that your your best friend's allowed to stay with you in the room, um, you want to ask about pet restrictions, and, and um, one of those could be a weight restriction. Now, I have two labs, as, and uh, my girls weigh 75 and 100 pounds. Wow. That's a, those are big, big dogs. <laughs> oh, and they're, but they're trim. I mean, they look great. It's all muscle, of course. Uh-huh. One's, one's kind of a big bone girl, but that's another story. <laughs> um, but anyway, I like to say, hey, you know, what's your weight restriction? And some people say 25 pounds. Well, that's not going to work. Uh-huh. Um, sometimes it's 50 pounds, and a lot of these great places say there's no weight restriction. So those are the types of places we like to like to check out. And um, another thing, uh, when you're asking about a restriction, you might as well ask about a breed restriction. Really? Um, well, you know, there's breeds these days that are getting bum wraps, and um, a lot of that has to do my you know, my personal opinion is really goes back to the guardian, the pet guardian. Sure. Um, but you know, there are there are breed restrictions. Sometimes there's an insurance company that says, "Hey, you can't bring um, Buddy the pit bull with you." Um, so that's important to ask. Um, you know, he may be your sweetheart at home, but you know, he might strike fear in the hearts of some of these you know um, innkeepers. So yeah, that's yeah. another another good one. Um, a biggie is pet fees and deposits. I mean, you know, we're getting ready to go on a trip and we're going to be on for two weeks and so we have a budget in mind. But if you get into a situation where you check in and they say, okay, that's going to be $25 extra a night. Wow. Um, and that's that's probably on the low side. I There's places they they will charge you a one-time pet fee of $100. Ooh, wow. Could be refundable, maybe not. So it's always good to ask these questions. Don't be afraid to ask. Um, you know, and they'll be forthcoming with what their policies are. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, some of the uh, hotels have no additional pet fee, and those are fabulous when you find those. So, mm-hmm. um, And then there's something else I, I've started asking about pet amenities um, because some of these hotels are really rolling out the red carpet. So if you're going to go and stay in place for a week, you know, what 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 are they going to do for your dog um, besides let them stay in the room with you? What are some of the things they might do? Oh, some of the wonderful things that they might do, um, they might include a bed. Mm-hmm. That might be um, something that they allow you to use for the, the duration of your stay. They might um, give you uh, bowls for, you, for the food, for your kibble, and for water. Mm-hmm. Um some of the places might even say, hey, we have pet seating available. Wow. You want to go someplace where your dog can't come? You can go on a sightseeing excursion or you're going to go skiing. You know, they might have someone on, on staff that will be a pet sitter for you. Wow. Ooh, that's good. Nice. That's good. Yeah. yeah, that's really good. And um, so those are kind of the fun things that you, you might expect to ask and, and to see if, if they have anything additional than just allowing your friend there. and. Um, then I like to go a little step further wherever we go. I want to see what is there to do with our dogs while we're there. Um, that could just be a local dog park. You could ask, you know, where, where's the closest dog park? You want to exercise your dog? Or um, are there things like when we go skiing, we want to find places where we can snowshoe. 
where they allow your dogs on some Nordic trails or, or something like that. So that's that's always fun. Um, you've, you've got like a huge itinerary now. It's not just hey, travel with the dog, put your dog in the car, you know, leave your dog in the car. Yeah, you don't want to do that. <laughs> no, and and you know there there's a lot of places too that um, when the weather's nice, they have outdoor dining and you can take your dog to dinner with you too. So I mean, there's just so much now that that we're able to do with our best friends, and it's just an adventure. And of course, it's all listed in each fresh issue of Fido Friendly Magazine which is a quarterly right now. Now, have you made the big announcement that you might be increasing that from a quarterly? That's a big announcement. Drum roll, please. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know. FidoFriendly.com is the website. Of course, you can get it just about uh, any good place. Like, uh, doesn't Barnes & Noble have it? Barnes & Noble, Borders, PetSmart, um, and a lot of uh, pet-friendly boutiques have them. FidoFriendly. Susan Sims from FidoFriendly Magazine. We have more Animal Radio on the way. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Happy birthday! This is such a cool party. Did you see the cake? I did. Shaped like a doggy bone. So cute. How old is the birthday boy in people years? 28. Oh, time flies. I remember when he tinkled on his first fire hydrant. He'll always be my little puppy. There's a place for you and your party animal. PetStyle.com. PetStyle is America's first lifestyle broadband network dedicated to dog and cat lovers like you. At PetStyle, we understand your unique relationship with your pet, so we offer a thousand ways to make it better. PetStyle.com is a video-based online network that's always there for you with original programming, fun amateur videos, training and travel tips, health and wellness, and more. PetStyle is information and entertainment designed with your lifestyle in mind. It's the place to be for you and your party animal. PetStyle.com. Log on and tune in today. Ever wish your dog was on the cover of a national magazine? Now's your chance. Animal Wellness Magazine, North America's number one resource for helping your animals live a long, healthy life, is now looking for the healthiest pups around, and the winner of our photo contest will land on the front cover. Big, small, young or old, it's all good as long as the photos have high quality and sent to our offices by the deadline. To get all the rules and see a full list of prizes for Animal Wellness Magazine's photo contest, pick up your issue today at Barnes & Noble's, Whole Foods, or online at www.animalwellnessmagazine.com. Oh, <laughs> looks like you caught me peeking in your bathroom closet. Hi, I'm Be Humane, star of Be Humane Go Shopping. Perhaps you've heard of me. You've got a lot of stuff that was tested on animals. Shampoo, cleaner, mascara. Did you know that some of these companies still test their products on animals? Throw this stuff out. You see, you have a choice when buying your household and cosmetic products. You can make a difference for animals by only buying cruelty-free products. What? How do you know these products are cruelty-free? Request a free compassionate shopping guide from AAVS. To know which companies are cruelty-free, just call 1-800-SAY-AAVS or visit www.aavs.org and look for my movie, Be Humane, Go Shopping. Don't forget, 1-800-SAY-AAVS or visit www.aavs.org. Every once in a while, there comes along a special group of animal lovers that stands strongly in defense of the voiceless. Animal People is that newspaper for people who really care about the animals. Animal People is published ten times yearly. The publisher is a nonprofit corporation dedicated to exposing the existence of cruelty to animals 
and to informing and educating you so that animal lovers worldwide can eliminate such cruelty. Your subscription is $24 a year. Get Animal People's fair and accurate investigative reporting from the industry watchdog. Visit our website at www.animalpeoplenews.org. That's www.animalpeoplenews.org to subscribe to the news for people who care about animals. Animal People. Subscribe today at www.animalpeoplenews.org. Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio Network. Talk with your animals. Brought to you by Get Serious, stain, odor, and pheromone extractor. Remarking is the number one reason pets end up in shelters. Get Serious eliminates that problem. Available at PetSmart and online at GetSeriousProducts.com. Well, hello, Joy. How are you doing? I'm pretty great, Hal. How about yourself? Very good, thank you. Who do we have on the phones with us today? This is Sherry. Hi, Sherry. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? Good. Where are you calling from? Washington State. Washington State. And uh, who are we going to be talking to? What pet are we talking to today? Someone, some pet that's here now or? Yes, he's here now. Okay. It's a, it's a he and his name is Bandit. And what kind of animal is he? He's a little terrier mix. Okay, there you go, Joy. I think I got all the details there. <laughs> you did. You're so great at that, Hal. Thanks. <laughs> I'm going to take over your job any day now. Okay, uh, okay, Sherry. So um, tell me a little bit about Bandit. Bandit is a three-year-old terrier, and um, we've moved a little bit in his lifetime. Mostly he spent some time, uh, especially when he was younger, in our motor home. So he's really, and he's always in our car with us. He goes everywhere we go. And recently we built a house about, um, you know, we've been in about eight months. And um, ever since we moved into this particular house, he's um, he, he's become more like a cat, in my opinion. He just kind of... Instead of laying on the couch with us like he used to, he just kind of disappears and goes in the bedroom and curls up on the bed and would rather be alone. And it's just so different from his personality, and I just keep wondering if maybe he really doesn't like it here. Um, well, he wants you to know, first of all, he loves to go. And if I could capitalize <laughs> all of that and bold it and put 27,000 exclamation points, that's how much he loves it. Yes. And um, he says that the new house is... So very different. It's like it's empty energetically. Uh huh. And so he kind of goes off on his own because the house is energetically empty. Uh huh. And do you understand what I mean by that? Um. Well, yes. Um. I mean, no one's ever lived here before, and and it's just the two of us. We're kind of quiet people, so. Yeah, there's no spirits floating around. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and. There's no, um, everywhere he's been before, he says, has a lot of life experience imprinted uh-huh. in it. Uh-huh. And this place doesn't have a lot of life experience. So it tends to actually have him kind of want to go off to his own spiritual realms, which uh-huh. is why he goes off and sleeps by himself. Uh-huh. Is that making any sense? Yes. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. Okay, so there are a couple of suggestions that I could make to help you put energy back into the house. Well, I'll just let you know right now it's for sale because we've decided to move. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, so then you don't care if you're putting energy back into it. Well, it could take a while, but yes, I'd, I'd like to make him happier. Okay. Um, well, one of the things that you could do is 
if you know people, have a number of people come over just to, for instance, Thanksgiving. Maybe you could have everybody come and bring a dish for a potluck Thanksgiving or something like that so that there's a lot of energy and activity happening. Okay. And then uh, the other thing you can do is to find red candles and burn them in each of the rooms of the house with the intent that you're activating the energy. Chinese people would call it qi. Okay. Of the house. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. Sure. And probably you're not going to want to open the windows too much at this point, but when you can open the windows as much as you can do that, that would also let the outside energy come in more. Okay. Joy, if somebody wants to speak to you during the week, they can actually schedule a half-hour session or in half-hour increments. They can do that by calling 425-867-1779 or going through my website at talkwithyouranimals.com. Very good. And if you like Joy Turner and you'd like to get an hour-long fix every weekday, check out animalradio.com where you can do absolutely that. And if you'd like to speak to her next week right here, why don't you email Martha at animalradio.com. Hi, this is Bob Barker, listening to Animal Radio. Help control the pet population. Have your pets spayed or neutered. I'm Margaret Jenkins, and I breed and train dogs for people who are sight impaired. Our owners rely on our dogs, and I rely on Biospot. These dogs, they help guide their owners through everyday life, so they don't have time to scratch because of fleas and ticks. In the 20 years I've been doing this, I have tried a lot of products. And I've found that Biospot is as effective as what I used to get at my vet. But it's available at my local pet store. And it's guaranteed to work. Biospot is simple, providing many breeds of dogs and cats with relief without constant applications. Biospot is really effective. One application keeps pets free of fleas and ticks and even mosquitoes for up to four weeks. And it kills flea eggs and larvae for up to four months. Biospot is also a great value. It's about a third the cost of leading veterinarian brands. And it's guaranteed to work with all sizes and breeds of dogs and cats or your money back. These dogs have to be at their best. So I rely on the best. Biospot. Go to biospot.com today. It's the choice of professionals. Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio Network. Coming up next week, Dog Deloise. Wow. Very excited about that. All pet lovers, uh, Joanne Worley. And uh, boy, just the list goes on. You've been working overtime. I have. You? Do I get a, a vacation yet? Uh, no, we're going to work you till the... Uh, you can't take a vacation anymore. That's what's going to happen. There is a new online destination. You've undoubtedly heard us talking about it here and there between uh, different segments. And we've actually checked it out. We just love it. And we have one of the top dogs there, Greg Oler. He's the, actually the executive director of PetStyle.com, the new online destination for pet owners. Greg, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Listen, uh, thank you for having me on today. Hey, no problem. This is so cool. Well, tell, tell everybody, because I just scratched the surface. I've gone to the website. I, I see what it's about, but <laughs> I'm not sure that I know all that it's about. Uh, it, well, first of all, I, I, you know, it's, it, to me, it's really amazing. And it's, um, I, I've been involved in the pet industry for years, mm-hmm. and, uh, but on the print side. I used to publish two of the top uh, uh, Well, the mag- New York Dog and the Hollywood and Dog. And Hollywood Dog yes. magazines, yes. And um, and I had met uh, you know some of the leadership team, and they had, what happened is they had seen that there was a uh, an entire universe in the pet industry that was being uh, underserved, mm-hmm. and you know this is sort of that next next extension out from 
uh, print, and it's it's you know where you've got broadband TV for the internet for the pet industry, and you come on to PetStyle.com. Every week, uh, you can come on and you can watch new videos. Uh, Jill Cordez, who is our host of Pestile Central. She's um, from HGTV. She's yeah, from you HGTV know that. Dude. And, I know all the HGTV. Yep, and the Food Channel. And we are thrilled to have her. And so what you do is each week you come back and you'll go on the, the homepage and she will highlight um, you know the new videos that have come out, and it's not just video. I mean, yes, we have we'll have hundreds of videos. We do original programming events around the country. You know, whether it's with uh, Dr. Kidd, who's our host of the uh, um, Health and Wellness Channel, um, but you know everything else between our, our you know pet lifestyle, our community news and entertainment, our we have a video library, uh, training, so people can actually. You know, if you read a book and you read a, an article in a magazine and you just, okay, well, I see what they're saying. I understand. You know, I, I, I read it. But you can actually go onto a video, numerous training videos, and watch Ooh. some of the top trainers training their pets. Oh, very good. And and so you've got, you've got a, a visual. And, you know, it's for people, you know, I, I look at this and, you know, people, you know, like to watch TV. But this is, you can watch these videos 24-7 at your own time, at your own pace, and you can stop and pause the videos. You can go to a static article and read something if you want to, uh -huh. come back to it, hit play, and continue on. You can't do that with regular TV. Okay, let's say we don't take our pets as seriously as going to the, the website for information about training, but we want to look at, uh, well, let's say, videos of uh, maybe other pet guardians with their, their animals. Do you have that there? Funny clips. Can we post clips? Absolutely. Okay. We have absolutely. We have a submit video, um, which we have just recently launched our amateur channel, and or amateur video, and you can actually go online, take your, and, and there's, there's you know details on how to do this, right on the site. You can actually go into PetStyle.com and take a one to two minute video. It could be outrageous, it could be fun, it could be playful, it could be stupid, it could be serious, whatever you want, and you can upload it into our site. So mm. people around the world can watch it. It's, it's really incredible. Now I notice the site is growing day by day. I assume there's lots of plans for growth still. Oh, absolutely. We've, we've had a, uh, a major national um, uh, advertising and PR campaign uh, all over the country. Uh, print, TV, radio, internet, um, everywhere. Well, I always watch uh, America's Funniest Videos, and I wait for the pet ones. To yeah, the animal-related yeah, ones. Yeah, the animal yes. ones. But this is—it's all pets all the time. All right? pets all the time. Wow. Well, you know the thing is, if there—you know—you brought up a, a really good point, Judy, when you said, or how, when you said that there—you know—what about the people that may not be so serious about their pets? Well, there are some really fun elements here, not only on the amateur video uh, channel, but you can actually, like, how many people want, would like to go see a uh, the red carpet and watch it for, you know, some uh, pet charity benefit, fundraising event? Sure. We have those. Mm -hmm. We film them. I was out at the event for Much Love Animal Rescue, for instance, uh -huh. which was with, um, uh, it was called Bow Wow Chow. And it was at John Paul DeGioia's uh, uh, mansion in Malibu. Mm -hmm. And he's, you know, he's the owner of uh, Paul Mitchell Hair Products, John Paul Pet. We had him on the air last year, big animal lover. Yeah, exactly, yeah. okay, you know who he is. Mm -hmm. Well, we filmed the red carpet, and we, we had one of our, our West Coast correspondent, Wendy Birch, and we had our camera crew, I flew out to it, and we did the red carpet. We interviewed him and a lot of the other people, and some of the people with, with Much Love Animal Rescue. And this event, raised approximately two hundred thousand dollars 
for much of Animal Rescue's first brick-and-mortar shelter. Wow. That's the kind of stuff that we are involved with. And I can't get into details just yet, but uh-huh. we will be launching um, a, shell, a major shelter component on PetStyle.com in the near future. Mm. Yeah, mm, it is going cool. to be cutting edge. It's going to be one of the most brilliant uh, elements that you can imagine because we have video capability. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Sounds How great. Exciting. Yes. Okay, well, it's uh, a lot of stuff to remember. All you need to really remember right now is PetStyle.com. Of course, URLs to everything you've heard on today's show yeah. at AnimalRadio.com. We appreciate you spending time with us today, Greg, and we'll talk with you very soon again. Thank you very much. We're so out of time. Remember, there's lots more 24-7 fresh animal-related programming at AnimalRadio.com. We want to thank uh, David Fry, Davy Jones, uh, Lieutenant Colonel Jay Koppelman for all joining us today next week and the Seasons of Stars continues with Joanne Worley uh, more at AnimalRadio.com of course spay and neuter don't declaw and never get a pet from a breeder please go to a breed rescue have a great Thanksgiving weekend we'll see you next week for more Animal Radio on this fine station bye bye this is Animal Radio Network, Network.